Welcome to the Linsanity, a podcast for the Running Hook Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Linsanity Podcast, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. And before we get into the podcast, I just want to give a quick shout out to you incredible listeners. And please uh, don't be afraid to rate, review, and subscribe our podcast, uh, no matter the podcast, uh, whether it's the Circle City Cinema whether it's uh, the power hour or whether it's the insanity, uh, clearly, uh, you know, the power hour uh, is in the middle of its season. NBA Alex just recently put out a monologue uh, talking about the, uh, the Western conference and went a little bit on the East, but mostly West uh, pretty cool. Just to kind of hear his thoughts. He went more monologue. JD not there this week. I'd expect them to be there next week. Uh, you know, keep an eye on that Mandalorian season finale just came out. On Wednesday, Ted Lasso coming to a conclusion. Zach finally not being an elderly statesman and, and, and jumping on a trend for the first time in his gosh dang life is watching a Shut top up. show uh, and, and actually being top of it in his podcast. For more information on that show and The Mandalorian and all of the other, it's a succession, all the other stuff. Succession, that's going baby. Uh, please uh, be afraid to check out the. Uh, Circle Center. Uh, but here we are, Lynn Sanity, NBA playoffs, Zach, Bryce, myself, and the one and only small market king, Devin Voss. Devin, how are we doing? And we have a lot of small markets in the East, brother. Uh, doing pretty good, man. It's uh, been a long time since I've been intro- introduced uh, with that title, but. Um... It, we're doing good. It's nice to see all your lovely faces again. I'm happy to be on this podcast today. Oh yeah, and and look, we've got we've got a lot of basketball to talk through. The NBA, you know, it's peaking playoff time. Plenty of action to discuss. Um, and I just want to get right in. I don't want to cut uh, uh, cut any other crap. Heat and Milwaukee. We're starting with the top out of the bracket going down to the bottom half of the bracket. So let's let's get in the heat box because Miami comes out of playing. I'll be honest, I didn't think they'd be here. Uh, I just thought they were not the type of team that would get into the playoffs. Chicago is going to get them. Uh, they didn't. And, you know, here we are. Miami's in the playoffs. Bucks come in. But then obviously Giannis gets hurt in the middle of the game. Miami shoots the best three-point percentage out of any team in the NBA this season with a 60% clip. Beat the Bucs in game one. Giannis, you know, their game is tonight. We're recording on a Wednesday night. Giannis will not be playing game two, gentlemen. Is there a chance that the Miami Heat beat the Milwaukee Bucks in the 8-1? And, Devin, I'll start with you. Do you think that we could get an upset early from the 8-1? Um, I would say it's possible, but look, there's just no way the shooting that the Miami Heat did uh, in that game will be sustainable at all. And really what I think I'd kind of be liking to look at is to see how they kind of respond to that. Um, You know, shooting 59% in a game is incredible, but you can't expect to do that again. Um <laughs> And that's just kind of something that I thought about when I, you know, when I was watching this game, when I was looking at it. And plus, uh, when you really think about it, um, Giannis, obviously a huge part of their offense. I mean, clearly he's fucking MVP. Uh, he, um, losing him in the middle of the game, it's kind of tough. It's kind of tough. Uh, you can't really give too much, like, uh, draw back to it because, you know, the Bucks know how to play without him. Uh, they just straight up got their got their butts whooped uh, in this one. So uh, I, I don't know. I, I think I think the Heat have a chance, but I just can't see them shooting like that again. And really, I think that kind of favors the Bucks. Um, Zach, one thirty to one seventeen. Miami wins game one. Uh, Caleb Martin, five of seven, two of three for the three point line. I know you love that stat. <laughs> That's what you mentioned. Well, I'm just gonna echo. Just gonna echo Devin here. Uh, th- th- that shit's not happening again. That shit's not happening again. And I, and I want the Heat. You know, once again, catch a big break with a big injury that goes in their favor. Uh, but they also 
have Tyler Hero go down, breaks his hand. That too. Which, you know, for once the Heat gets some bad luck, they're very fortunate that they were up as much as they were when Hero went down. Uh, because I don't believe they would have won that game if Jan, if, well, of course, if Giannis hadn't gone down, but they're just very fortunate. They were, they had a big lead when Hero went down. And to answer your question, there's no chance. There's zero chance the Heat win this, win this series. Okay. There's zero chance. Uh, also, this, this, uh, game is on NBA TV tonight. That tells you all you need to know about this series. But that's a whole, that's a whole nother, Whole other factoid there, but put you guys put put your put yourself in Eric Spolstra's shoes. The second Tyler Hero goes down, the second you get the news his hand is broken, you're Eric Spolstra. You're looking down your bench. You see Duncan Robinson who's making eighteen million a year. You see Victor Oladipo, who is cooked like a country fried steak, and now you're looking at you're looking at these two guys, and you have to pick one. You have to pick one, and I believe you made the wrong choice. I believe you made the wrong choice because Duncan Robinson, if he's not making threes, he's he's not doing anything. I mean, we know he doesn't play defense. He's a matador on defense. Uh, he's he's like a doorman on defense. He'll just let you right in. Uh, at least with Victor Oladipo, you're getting some semblance of defense. You're definitely getting a better athlete. And, you know, maybe you can get hot. Maybe you can get hot. He has a good mid-range. And you also have another ball handler out there. Couple that hero injury with the Lowry, you know, knee tightness or whatever that was, which you have to count on at that point. Um with the senior home they have. I just don't see it. I don't see it. I think it's a good coaching job by Spolstra in the play-in. Uh, but I just, they're, they're not deep enough. They're not deep enough. And I still think Milwaukee, you know, they're old too. They're technically the oldest team in the league, but I just think they're going to be able to tread water while Giannis is out. Bryce, when it comes to this series, obviously, yes, Hero is out. Three point by Zach. Giannis is out. There seems to be an expectation that Giannis could come back in this series. How, Bryce, when would you even consider bringing him back? Or would you bring him back? Would you bring him back game three? We know game two, he's not coming back. Would you consider bringing him back for game three? Or, Bryce, do you think that Milwaukee could get away with not playing him for the rest of the series? Uh, probably for the rest of the series, but I, but it's going to be a longer series. And I don't know that necessarily the Bucks want to do that. They are the oldest roster in the league. I mean, when you think about it, Giannis is, you know, he's, he's kind of in his prime right now, but Middleton is older, Lopez, Holiday, uh, Wesley Matthews, Joe Ingles. I mean, there's a lot of guys that are pretty old. Oh, I forgot about uh, Dragic is on this uh, squad as well. So, I mean, they're a pretty old team. I think they would want to bring Giannis back at least by game three to try to try to get the series over with as quick as possible. Because as soon as Giannis come, comes back, this series is beyond over. Beyond over with, with Hero gone. Duncan Robinson should be writing pine, as Zach likes to say. Pine. Uh, pine. Yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah, there's no way this Miami Heat team is going to be able to keep up. Props to Jimmy Butler for an outstanding game one. Um, but he took 27 shots. I don't, I mean, he's going to have to take 27 shots a game to even give themselves a chance to win. And we know Jimmy Butler isn't the most gifted offensive guy in the league. So, yeah, I mean, you you consider maybe holding out Giannis an extra game, but I don't think they want to do that. I think they want to try to make quick work of Miami. Miami just caught a break. Uh, Evan Love, 23 minutes. He Zach mentioned this to me. He's absolutely right. He has nothing but gray hair in his head. Nothing but gray. You you look at it and you're like, yeah, that's gray hair. It's not even black. It's gray. So, yeah, I mean, and 23 minutes, no way it keeps that up, nor does he shoot four or seven from three. So, yeah. Bring Giannis back as soon as possible. And, Down for that. And let me know if I'm off base here with Bam out of bio, guys. But I'm at the point now 
you know, he had a shaky play-in tournament, played all right in game one. I'm at the point now where what BAM am I getting? What BAM am I getting? I mean, I like BAM. Awesome defensive player. You know, good passer for a big man, but I don't I don't know what I'm getting. And if the Heat want if the Heat want to do what Caleb is asking, win the series, they're gonna need him to be like twenty and twenty and ten without question every night. Devin, what are you hoping to see from you know let let's let's play the hypothetical out. Giannis missing multiple games. If you're Milwaukee what are the adjustments you're making and, and what are you trying to do against this Miami team without him? You know, because so much of what they're doing, so much of their lineup construction has revolved around the style of which he plays. Right. So if you're taking out the, the, the basically the king to the whole thing, you know, what, what are you hoping to see Milwaukee do against the Miami Heat team that, you know, yeah, shot the ball really well, but, you know, obviously, if you're Milwaukee, you're wanting to make this series. You want to win the series, obviously, but you're also, I think, Bryce is right. You want to end the series early. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, you want to get this thing cooked as quick as possible. Um, you know, obviously, to be able to do that, you're going to need um, great performances from Middleton. Uh, you know, he's obviously the de facto go-to guy, uh, at least with Giannis out. Um, you're going to need a lot of a lot of from Drew Holiday. Uh, you know, he's not always the he's not always a consistent scorer, but you know, to be able to to kind of bring up the heat, um and and wow, I just kind of made a pun there, but uh to bring up the heat and kind of just, you know, take care of business. Uh Drew Holiday is gonna need to be there. I mean sixteen assists in game one is absolutely ridiculous. Let me just get that out of the way. But uh they're gonna need a little bit more consistency uh scoring the ball uh from him. And really if you get if you get the reduction you need from those two, plus, you know, you know, Brooke Lopez, he's bound to get hot uh in, in some game, in some form or fashion. Uh I, I truthfully think that they'll they'll be just fine. I, they have yeah. they have plenty of experience playing without Giannis. You know they. Yeah, this they is not an uncommon thing, especially in the playoffs. Uh, and really, that works in their favor. They, you know, uh, Boonholzer knows how to run the offense without Giannis. Uh, they've done it time and time again, and I think this will this will be just the same. Yeah, I mean, I, I think this is going to be a true, you know, understanding of what you know Boonholzer can do in the playoffs. You know, obviously, we've seen him do it without. Milton, you know, and and I think with with Giannis, I mean, he, he's he's a factor to me, obviously, in how the series is going to turn out and how their their stretch is going to turn out. I'm just curious to see what this bench does because I think this bench has got awful. <laughs> I think I think their bench has got awful, and 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 I and I, I don't think I, I think this is a bench that has a lot to prove for me, uh, shooting wise. Uh, Pat Connaughton uh, should just just go to a lab and work on his jump shot, honestly. Uh, just hey. go. Just contact the scientist. I think he's playable. Uh, go well, contact I, the scientist. Just, just go contact the scientist. He's better off uh, playing baseball, Devin. Uh, Joe Ingles was a player that you know. You look at, you know, a guy who could go off a game or two, but at the same time, again, I don't necessarily know what I'm getting. And and I, to be honest with you, I don't think Jake Crowder has given Milwaukee what they want. I think Milwaukee probably would have wanted to try and play him in, in this game specifically uh, to have him guard Jimmy. And I just don't think his defense is, is where it's been. I, I'm not saying it's bad. I just, I think this is a game that tests Milwaukee's depth. I'm not as high on their depth. I think it's better than last year's depth. Uh, but I, I think this year, you know, they're going to have to answer that because I think, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I think out of these top teams in the East that we're going to talk about, I think Milwaukee's got the worst depth out of the top teams in the East. And I, I'm, I'm afraid of that for Milwaukee. And, and I think this Miami series is obviously going to test them early, Zach, uh, because if they don't have the depth, they're going to need to prove their depth. That, that's what they tried to do all offseason, the margins around the trades. I think this is a massive series for their bench. It is a massive series for their bench. I mean, for for Ingles, you know, they brought him in to be a facilitator and a three-point shooter. And now with Giannis's facilitation gone since he's out, 
they need Ingles to be that, especially uh, when he's if he's running the show with Holiday on the bench. But I'm going to shift my focus away from the bench to the man in the middle, Brooke Lopez. Okay, because this guy, let, let me tell. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm like some minor flip out on Brooke Lopez here because this <laughs> this guy. When Bam Adebayo is having a, a wishy-washy game on defense and you have no interior presence with Giannis out, get on the block, Rook. Get on the fucking block and post up. You are one of the best. You are one of the best post-up men of the past decade, especially with the Nets. I mean, you, you were a, a, 20, a 20 and 10 guy in your prime. I, 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 I mean, I get so pissed off when he bricks threes from, from the corner or from the elbow of the, th- yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. They've totally taken that part of his game out. And if you need a bucket, I'll just dump it down to him. I'll dump it down to him, especially if out is in foul trouble. Or like I said, if he's having an iffy game, give me a quick two rook. Give me a quick two. I mean, I know the percentages say you're a good three-point shooter, but, you know, if it's one of these close games like Miami likes to keep it, dump it down low, dude. Worst thing that happens, you get Bam in in foul trouble. Yeah, I mean, look, I I think the key for Milwaukee, if they're going to win this, if they're going to try to take this game and really just own this game, I mean, I, I agree with you on Lopez. I think Lopez can get a little... Two Q with the outside jump shot, uh, Bryce. Uh, real quickly, um, so you think you think Bucks and five? Yeah, yeah, I do actually. Yes, you think Bucks and five? You think yeah. Bucks and five? Did you Devin, pull that? Devin? Did you pull that too? What? Did you pull my predictions? No. Oh. No, I didn't. No, no, I no. I just thought you. I thought you would think Bucks and five. Yeah, I do. Yeah, that is okay. how I feel. Zach, Zach, you think in Bucks and five, anything changed for you there? Regardless, to be honest, do you think Bucks and five? So I think we're bound for a Jimmy Butler game here. You know, a, a 30, 30 point, 10 assists, three steals, one of those games. Uh, so I'll, I'll give Jimmy that respect. And maybe they can get one more game before Giannis comes back. So I'll, I'll go. We'll go Bucks and six. Bucks and six. Devin? Yeah, I got to agree with Zach. Uh, I'll, I'll go Bucks six just to be on the safe side. Uh, like, like you said, you never know. Jimmy Butler sometimes can be a little ridiculous. He can be a little ridiculous, um, but I don't care. Give me Bucks and five. Uh, I, I th- Bucks and five. Uh, I just, I think, you know, if Giannis comes back, win game two, um, I'm sorry if I don't think Caleb Martin's going to guard you. Uh, next up, uh, moving into moving into the four five matchup, uh, the matchup that seems to be the most competitive uh, in the Eastern Conference: the Cleveland Cavaliers against the New York Knicks. The Cleveland Cavaliers and the New York Knicks, Devin, split the series one to one each. Uh, Knicks get the first game, pretty much just out toughing them. Uh, pretty much just, just really showing off their strength and physicality. And then the Cavs just roll them in the second game. I mean, just a complete turnaround, complete adjustment in the game plan. And here we are, 1-1, going back to New York. What have you seen from these two games? Yeah. Um, you know, honestly, it, it, it sounds crazy, but I kind of saw this one coming, the Cavs blowout in game two. Because Mm. if you look back in the first game and you see the Cavs make that massive comeback, uh, I think they just kind of ran out of juice at the end. Uh, The Knicks, like Mm. you said, they kind of overpowered them in the end. Uh, And and really, I guess one of my concerns heading into this uh, series is, you know, Evan Mobley. Uh, Obviously, he's a very spectacular young talent. He's also a very... Uh, skinny type of guy and you know going up against the likes of Julius Randle and you know Mitch Robinson how would he kind of fare and uh, really I, I guess I can't say I'm totally disappointed I mean he's had 
Uh, he had 11 rebounds, 13 rebounds in the first uh, two games. Um, he has been a little bit bully balled inside, but it hasn't been too terrible. He's softer than uh, Charmin inside, boss. He's softer than Charmin inside. It's his first playoff series. He's a little soft. Randall bullied him. Come on. He did in the first playoff series. He did in the first game. He he adjusted a little bit in the second game. All right. Um, but but seriously though, uh, you know, really I, I what I've kind of taken away is just I'm sorry, but the Knicks, they their star players are shooting awful. Mm. Like it is god Knicks. terrible. Knicks. Julius Randle has shot fifteen or he's he's made fifteen of forty shots. That is thirty-seven percent. And RJ Barrett's wow. even worse. RJ Barrett has made six shots out of 25. That is 24% shooting from what's supposed to be their third or second star, however you want to consider it. And you know, Jalen Brunson, 39%, but I'll give him a pass because he's kind of been the only, not the only, but he's been the one rising to the occasion. Obviously, he delivered in game one. Uh, he does a little bit more for the offense than, than just score, but... Um, I guess that was kind of the key takeaway for me. And especially when you compare it to the Cavs, you know, obviously mm-hmm. you got Donovan Mitchell going off uh, in game one, and then you got uh, Garland going off in game two, and then you right. get a little bit of flip of roles. Mitchell's dishing out 13 assists in game two because, uh, you know, the defense is king in on him, and then Garland goes off. So uh, it, it's pretty tough for the Knicks. I, I think Cavs kind of, I think they're going to put their foot down in the series. Mm. Mm. Uh, Zach, I know you just love the Knicks with all your heart and soul. Uh, you love you love their team. You love their franchise. You love Knicks. their fans, and you the love Knicks. their ownership. Knicks. Uh, and, and the Knicks are tied up one apiece to the Cavs. Zach, I just I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this franchise so much. Well, uh, you know, game one. The Knicks, the Knicks had to win one in Cleveland, and they did it just by how Voss explained. They they exploited the weakness down low with Mobley. You know, it is his first playoff series. I really like him. Uh, I think he's one of those guys that, you know, these younger guys who hit the gym in the summer and then just come back just chiseled and in their third or fourth year. I think he's going to be one of those guys. Uh, maybe not chiseled, but I think we'll come back stronger. That's for sure. Uh, it's a good test for him in the first round because Julius Randle is big, physical, four, mm-hmm. versatile four, uh, best player, debatably him or Brunson, best player on this yeah. on this next team. So good test for Mobley. Uh, but the Cavs made some adjustments game two, especially with the starting lineup. Hence my uh, my name here on the Zoom, Isaac Onosho, instead of Isaac Okoro. Come on. <laughs> Leave him alone. I'll get, to, I'll get to that decision in a second, but... Garland is his most dangerous when he finds that balance with the scoring and the dishing. And he found it in game two because he knows he's got Mitchell, who can score basically at will... He's got Allen with the lob threat and Mobley uh, lob threat as well as a little mid-range game as well. And that's when he's at his most dangerous, Garland. He's found that balance and I think the Knicks are fucked now because the Knicks, the Knicks, just like Voss said, I mean, they, they only have one consistent guard, Brunson. And, you know, like quickly? You know, you know like quickly? <laughs> I mean, Quickly's fine, but... If six he's man not, of the year, six man of the year, Zach. No, yeah, Quickly's quickly. one of those guys, if he's not scoring, what is he doing for me? Huh. What is he doing for me? Huh. Which, there's another guy on the West Coast uh, for Bryce's beloved Warriors. Sure there is. We might talk about Oh, talk about yeah, I'm sure here. that's going to come up, yeah. But I, I'm, I'm serious. I mean, Garland is one of the most dangerous guards in the league when he is dishing and scoring basically at equal levels. I I really do. I mean, the Knicks, the best thing they have going for them in game two is the crowd because that crowd's going to be amped. Yeah. You know, another playoff run. They're going to, some of the best fans in the league, they're going to be looking forward to it. But I have somebody I need to eat eat shit on tonight. Ah. 
And it is the man running the sidelines for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, J.B. Bickerstaff. J.B. Bickerstaff, who has been a target of ridicule on this very pod for years years past, Uh, made the decision to bench Isaac Okoro, who, just like I have on my Zoom name here, was a total no-show in game one, inserts Levert into the starting lineup, Balances those minutes with some Caleb, one of Caleb's favorites, Shetty Osman. And hence, you get an almost 20-point victory at home that you needed going to MSG. I thought it was a brilliant decision. Isaac Okora only gets three minutes in this game, and rightfully so. He sucked, no. He sucked no, in game one. No. No. no, 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 no off. Can- Shut up, Caleb. Uh, Levert popped off. Shut up. No, Caleb is salty because he said off the record that uh, Isaac Okoro is going to be the X Factor in this series. And I believe that. And, <laughs> no. I still, and I still think that. And I still think that. X Factor writing pine. I still think that. Pine. I still think that. I still think that. I still think he's the factor in the series. I still do. Uh, Bryce, what what are you uh, what are you getting from this series one to one? You were on the train of Cavs jumping on him early. You still on the case? Yeah, I am. I yeah, I agree with uh, my two other colleagues here. I really think that uh, they're going to take the this series by the balls. I thought it was laughable today that Stephen A. Smith said that Donovan Mitchell isn't built to go into the garden and ball out. It's laughable because he wanted Donovan Mitchell in the garden on his own team just a season ago or just an off season ago, pleading for the Knicks to give up whatever they have. <laughs> <laughs> essentially the farm to get Donovan Mitchell. Now he's saying he's not built to go into the garden and, and play well. Bull. Bull crap. He is going to go in there and ball out on the Knicks so hard it's not even funny. Spike Lee is going to leave early. How about that? And it's laughable to me that Isaiah Hartenstein is getting more minutes than Isaiah or than Emmanuel Quickly. Are you kidding me? <laughs> And Tibbs refuses. He played Julius Randle 33 minutes in game two. Guys, they were getting blown out by 20-plus. Why is Julius Randle in there playing 33 minutes still? Jalen Brunson, 36 minutes. R.J. Barrett, 33. Sit your guys. He, he still hasn't learned from his Chicago days. He still hasn't learned. In fact, Julius Randle was – I mean, he could have been seriously hurt. I don't know if you guys saw that play uh, with uh, Jared yes. Allen yeah. on the breakaway. And and by the way, I didn't feel like that was dirty by Allen. I mean, he's I, I thought he was going for the block. I didn't I felt like that wasn't dirty, but I mean that's just me. Uh I, I mean, come on. And that's why that's why the Knicks aren't gonna win this series. I, I think Cleveland's found it. I think they figured it out. They're gonna be good. And, you know, who knows what the health of Giannis is gonna look like or if something else happens. I'm telling you, I think they can give the Bucks a run. They give them a run. They have they have the offense to do it, and they have the size. I mean, even even somebody like Levert, you know, he's he's a bigger wing, pretty versatile offensively. It doesn't give you much on defense, but I mean, my God, I think they have enough defense down low. Mobley's versatile enough. Well, Mo- Mobley and Allen can't be softer than the Charmin. Look, I mean, I'm telling you right now, the two of them are too softer than two. the Charmin. They're they're softer than Charmin. They're softer than Charmin, oh and, and they can't afford they can't afford to be they can't afford to be if they're going to beat the Bucks. And look, and I they and were I, not soft in game two. Well, I, I'd hope not. They 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 needed to win the game. I hope not. They did play very desperate in game two, and they, they played had desperate some in really game hot two. shooting, really hot shooting. They did. Thank you, Bryce. Levert, but, Levert, but it looked it looked legit though. But we know Levert can pop off like that. Oh, I look, I, I look, I like Levert. I have no issues with Levert. I just, I, I just think that you know, push comes to shove. I, I wasn't a fan of the convention. But look, I, I think Levert was, you know, is a, a big time player. That, that, and he's he's a guy that, you know, obviously saw some daylight once he got out of Indiana. But look, when it comes to oh the, no, uh, give me what it what it comes we to saved his life. When it comes to he was Cavs, good with us. When it, when, it, when it comes to the Cavs, I agree with Zach on on the coaching. I mean, Bickerstaff, you know, put together a phenomenal adjustment in game two. I mean, clearly he decided he wanted to get the ball to Garland. He made him pay. Um, I'll be honest with you, the Knicks, the Knicks to me have the better depth. Uh, but I, I'm curious because I think that Josh Hart injury is real, guys. I I, I think that's it. I think right. it's real. Um, I, I think that. You know, the advantage that the Cavs might have going for them 
um, is that Donovan Mitchell is the best player in this series. Uh, I- I'm beyond tired of the narrative going around that Jalen Brunson is on the same level as Donovan Mitchell. No. Jalen Brunson, Jalen Brunson no. carries his water. Jerry, Jalen Brunson's the water boy in this situation. My gosh, look, when it comes what? to when it comes to Donovan, when it comes to Donovan Mitchell, look, we're Dude, talking about a guy who's who's put on. I am, I am. I'm calling him a water boy. He's on the team. Look, when it comes oh, to Donovan Mitchell, he, he's, a, he's a high level. He's a he's a high level player, and he comes up big in big moments. I'm, I, I have absolutely no doubt that he will do that in Game Three. I have I have no doubt that he'll do that in Game Three. And I and I, I think the other guy to watch for in Game Three, for me at least, is I want to see whether Jared Allen. Uh, can you know can can take can take some strength inside? I mean, I think Mitch Robinson he had some foul trouble, couldn't get in the game. Mitch, the ball, is, Mitch, great, Robinson, Mitch is a well, he's a great offense. Mitch Robinson's a great offense rebounder, but if he's in okay, foul great, trouble, but he can't score. But if he's in foul trouble, if he's it, it, the key for he me sucks. is foul trouble. He sucks. Robinson does not suck. If, he the, sucks. if, if the Cavs, if the Cavs want to win this series and they want to win a game in New York, I, I think this is a six gamer. I think the Knicks come in and, and take care of business. Uh, How about five? In game four, uh, I have the ca- and, and I have the Cavs uh, winning in game three uh, with just them being able to control maybe like a you know a last minute type of run uh, maybe because I, I think the Cavs are, are talented enough to get the job done. I mean, I think the depth could haunt them a little bit, but at the same time, I think what's going to kill them is Tom Thibodeau's basically refusal to manage the regular season effectively. Agree. And it's going to bite him every time until there's some sort of push from the front office. Uh, and the sad part is it's probably the deepest team he's ever had. Yeah. Yeah. And he's still, yeah. He's still and, 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 he, and he's, and he's, and he's not playing enough guys. So uh, I, I think I, I like the I like the Cavs. I think the Cavs can, can get it done. I'm uh, just, just curious to see how those guys respond after uh, game two and game one. Uh, next up. Uh, we'll go with Philly and Brooklyn. Uh, I mean, Brooklyn's a joke. I mean, let's just cut the crap. Brooklyn's a joke. I mean, I, this is a joke. They're cute. I mean, this They're is cute. like this is like just me just throwing crap at the wall here. You know, if I'm like going to the gun range and I'm trying to shoot for the perfect target, I could tell you right now, I can't shoot a, I can't shoot a gun in my life. I mean, it'd be so bad. I don't even know if I could put the. I don't even know if I could shoot the gun at the. I don't even know if I could shoot the gun at the bullet. But even though I can shoot that gun, put it right where I need to, right in the middle of the target, because, and that's what Brooklyn's doing. They're just shooting all around the board, but they're not even close. Doubles, I don't care. Claxton didn't get to the weight room. The Nets offensively, just shot making, you know, their three-point shooting, that's what they're doing. They're trying to, they're going to have to win from the three-point range. Uh, But I'll be honest, I mean, this Brooklyn team has no answers uh, Philly sweep, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Bryce, what do you think of uh, this series? Embiid's bowling. I, I, I think all three of us predicted a sweep, and we're heading that way. I mean, this is just light work for Embiid uh, and Maxi. Harden really hasn't even had to play very hard. I think he had what not eight or nine points in game two, and they still won like handily. Like I like a lot of the pieces on the Nets, but as a team, they're not gonna they're not gonna do anything. But I like Bridges, I like Cam Johnson, I like Claxton. Um, you know, they have some really solid pieces, but they need, you know, the firepower. They need a oh newsflash, a Kevin Durant or a Kyrie Irving or they're a flea market. They're the flea market of the NBA. Well, now, well, yeah, they're gonna be organ donors for, you know, the Golden State Warriors next season and or, you know, the Lakers or the Clippers or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm, but yeah, this is a sweep as far as I'm concerned. This, yeah, Devin, I, I uh, you know, when I thought about this series, when I broke, you know, I was thinking about what could happen. I mean, everything that I was like looking at and breaking down was like, okay, well, I mean, Brooklyn's got all this length, right? They got all this length. They got all these athletes and throw at you, yada, yada, yada. But I mean, none of them are necessarily strong. Right. I mean, you could make the argument this was the one team that they wouldn't have wanted to face in the first round. Because of, of what Embiid can do from a skill set position, and it just feels like that's what's happening. And I'll be honest, if you know, I think Philly needs to come in here with that kill mentality because it seems like, you know, the team we're going to talk about a little later, Boston could sweep Atlanta. 
And if Philly get, you know, makes the series, they have had the tendency before not to close the deal, let the series go on a little bit longer. Philly has to sweep, in my opinion. They cannot afford to go to a six-game series and give Boston those extra days rest. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I agree with you. Uh, and uh, to even increase that, you know, just regarding the series itself, you know, size aside, I mean, it's it's very obvious, and I've, obviously anybody could pinpoint this before going into it, but Philly just has the firepower, and the Nets don't. Uh, you know, Bridges is great, but they are so reliant on Bridges to to be able to do anything on offense. And, you know, I, shout out to Cam Johnson. I mean, he did show up in game two uh, to, to at least help Bridges out because in the first game, it was just pretty much Bridges and nothing else. I mean, literally, like, <laughs> the bench had, like, I don't even know. I think it was, like, 11 points or something. It was, it was terrible. Uh, and both games, uh, the 76ers have had, you know, three 20 plus point scores. Uh, it's, it's just blatantly obvious. Uh, Embiid does, he's not even, he doesn't even have to try hard in this series to get what he wants. I, I mean, he's, he's literally not even been like dominant Embiid. He hasn't had to be. Uh, everybody else is, is obviously balling. Uh, like Bryce said, Harden didn't even have to really try that hard game two. Uh, it, it, it's it's over, I think. I mean, obviously it's over. I think it's a sweep. I, I, I just don't see it not being a sweep. I, maybe the Nets get lucky and get hot again, like how they did in the for part of the first game, but I, I doubt it. 76 you just have too much. Zach, I mean, obviously I think all of us have said we think the Sixers are going to sweep the Nets. So, I mean, there's no point really, you know, getting on to that. But I guess... What are you wanting to see from the Sixers when closing this series? I mean, what are you what are you envisioning and what are you hoping to see if you're of the mindset of, oh, the Sixers could beat Boston? Oh, but this gives me more of an indication that they could do it. Like what has to happen? What are you needing to see right now against the Nets to suggest whether they could or not? Need to see a wire to wire victory. Uh, in these first two games, I mean, Brooklyn played them pretty hard in the first half. Uh, I think they might have even led in the first half, uh, halftime at one of those games. They couldn't stop Bridges um, in game one. In game two, shot a little less efficient. He's still at 21. Uh, and like like Devin said, Cam Johnson showed up. But they need a wire-to-wire victory. I mean, if they want, if they want to be in the Boston-Milwaukee kind of conversation you know they need to one if not two uh just blowouts where you win by 15 plus and that you're you're never showing any holes i mean maxi you know bryce said harden didn't really have to do much game two and part of that was maxi showing up and be dominating the middle because claxton just physically can't match up with him and if you want to throw sharp at him be my guest jock vaughn uh, but uh, there isn't, there just isn't a soul. There isn't anyone in the league, let alone on Brooklyn, that can guard Joel Embiid effectively. So I agree, it's a sweep. Brooklyn has nice pieces. Um, I, I, I do believe if they can keep it together, which is, I know that's unlikely, but if they can keep it together, get some good guards in there some more size. I feel like they could be a, a top six team in the East, but obviously they haven't been able to keep anything together. So maybe play Cam Thomas. I agree. I a hundred percent agree with that. Actually. He is a bucket. Over who? Anyone literally. I mean, what 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 else is there to do? Game two. I'm, Game two. Who's going first? Who's going first? Devin, right. go ahead. No, nothing. I was just saying, game two. This is outside of the the stars, right? This is the the stat line for each player: twelve points, eight points, nine points, six points, zero, and zero. So literally over anyone. Cam Thomas could play any of those and probably get at least ten points. He's getting twenty minimum. He's interesting. getting 20. I mean, I, I think he gets 20. I mean, it's interesting. Certainly can score the ball. Why does, uh, why does Jacques Vaughn hate him so much? Because he gives up 50. 
In the offseason, I'm looking at Seth Curry and Joe Harris, and I'm being like, where do you want to go? Joe Harris. How old is Joe Harris? Honestly, I feel like he's been here forever. Seriously, I... He well, he would. That's the, those are type of players. He's thirty-one. We'll pack your bags. We'll pack your bags, and we'll get you a plane ticket. We'll we'll Watson try to airport. Cut. Oh, cut. 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 I like what you. He's been no cut. No, shut up. Cut. Cut. He's good. Cut. He's unplayable cut. in the playoffs. Cut. He's good. Cut. He's good. Go back to the Raptors. Cut. How many times do you guys need to be reminded that Ben Simmons is on the net? Well, supposedly I heard a report today that he's been locked Welcome. into rehab and he thinks he can return back to his all-star form. Oh, for sure. For That's sure. what I heard. Honestly, heard, heard that Simmons, yeah, we've heard that dating back to Philly. I mean, if, if Ben Simmons was even in this series, I still think they get swept. He wouldn't play. He wouldn't play. Ben Simmons wouldn't well, it's play. Philly, he would get, he'd probably cry. He'd be better off speed Standing dating. On the sideline, he'd be better off. He'd be better. Off, he'd be better off speed dating or something. He'd be better ben, off speed ben dating. Simmons. He'd, be, he'd, be, he'd be doing. He'd be something something along those lines. I mean, I just he, he's not. Dude, he's not locked in. I just. I just wanted to ask you guys. The whole fun. saga of Ben Simmons is just a conundrum because this guy was consensus number one in his draft. Very fun to watch, in his, like when in his early Philly year, like very fun to watch. Elite passer. And he just couldn't shoot. And he just meant mentally broken. I don't know what it was that broke him. I honestly think it was that Hawk series where he just Heimlich, just a Heimlich in that. And that I, I just, it's just so strange. We don't see it very often where a, a bona fide franchise guy, you know, consensus was a franchise guy when he came out to the draft. Now he's just a, Totally irrelevant. Totally irrelevant. And nobody wants him. And he's got a terrible contract. Yeah, to add to that, uh, I remember in like the offseason, I think it was after his second year or something, uh, he posted, uh, I think it was on Instagram. He's, uh, this was back when um, Bad and Bougie, uh, the song was, was oh, you know, no, very popular. No, no. I, I just remember him making a post that said, Raindrop, Drop Chop, uh, oh shit, Ben Simmons got a jump shot. And laughable, it, <laughs> laughable. Wow! It was it was a video of him shooting threes and shit, and then it, it like I mean, literally this... hours later is deleted, and then he still sucked. <laughs> I mean, this guy when this contract is up, he's a minimum player. I mean, I'm serious. He's a minimum player. Uh, yeah, he, he's getting a prove it deal. Yeah, I mean, look, it, it'll be interesting to see because they're going to be in a crossroads. You know, they have a lot of intriguing players. I mean, everyone was talking about trading away bridges, but like, I don't think you can. His development's been so insane. I don't know if you can if you're Brooklyn. And I just, I mean, it's a team that has a lot of holes. It's a team that has a lot of holes, a team that has a lot of salary construction, a team with barely any picks uh, to do anything with. So I, I uh, we'll see. I, I think they get it handed two and three and four. Uh, next up, Boston and Atlanta. Um, Ass kicking. I mean, that's the only thing I could say. I mean, they're they're just they're. Uh, that's literally the, the. I mean, first thing that comes to my mind. That's what I think. Um, I mean, this was a horrible matchup for the Hawks. Um, I mean, this is a horrible matchup for the Hawks. I think they're they've just been getting outclassed in every way. Uh, just the athletes on the floor are just are just far superior. Boston's chemistry to me uh, has been much better. It's shown much better. They're getting balance from everybody. Um, I get that it's Atlanta, Bryce, but I, I mean, to me, they've been the most impressive team in the East in terms of just the way that they're, I mean, they're, they're just doing anything they want, really. And, and they're not even showing that much. You know, like they're not having to like do a bunch of different schemes because the Hawks can't even get by Boston's basic schemes defensively. You know what I mean? Like it's just, it's just, yeah. it's just, it's really dominant. It, yeah. I mean, Atlanta has been laughable in this series. It, it, the poll came out yesterday uh, from players 
uh, you know, who they think the most overrated player in the league is. Outside of other, it Trey Young was top notch. And yeah, it's absolutely true. I actually heard um, a, uh, you guys, I think you find this interesting. So John Amick was on, I heard an interview with him. He was actually one of the main guys that was conducting this interview or these polls. And they said a, a lot of players refuse to vote on the most overrated player in the league. So the sample, sm- the sample size is actually smaller. I thought that was interesting, but I mean, uh, we saw a pretty big majority say Trey Young and it showed him this series. Um, does he still have value in the league? Yeah, sure. But I mean, we're going against, you, you are doing nothing against Boston. Boston just looks like an absolute juggernaut. Tatum, Tatum's doing Tatum things. Jalen Brown is, is good, has been good. I thought Derek White's played really well in this series too. Mm. Again, it's, it's Atlanta, but he's played really mm. well, I thought. Yeah, he has. So, um, and Rob yes. Williams is looking healthy and he's doing Rob Williams things, which is good for Boston. And that's exactly what they need if they want to go anywhere in the league or in the playoffs, if they want to make the finals again um, to match up with some of these other potential threats like a Milwaukee or a Cleveland, possibly. So, I uh, like where they're headed. They look good, man. They look really good. What you got, Zach, on uh, Hawk Celtics? I don't think I've been I don't think I've ever been more sure uh, about a sweep in my life uh, I mean this this is like this is like the Globetrotters and the Generals I mean it really is this oh is just God. like not, it's, it's nothing it's nothing it's, it's like Ben Davis versus Pike here in uh, Indy I mean, like, I mean it's just getting shout wow. out Jeff T shout out Jeff T wow wow and I have a wow. I, I'm gonna wow. book this right now and I have no problem booking it Game four will be Trey Young's last game with the Hawks. Interesting. I'm just going to lock that in. I'm going to lock that in. And I heard a comp. I heard a comp earlier today on a pod that I can't get out of my head. That Trey Young is simply Stephon Marbury. Oh, my gosh. He's a a great offensive player that does nothing else and doesn't lead to wins. Simple as who, refuse, who refuses? I would further. I would add to this, Devin, and I'd like to get you on it. I think. I, I think Trey Young cannot be a secondary option. I think he refuses to be. Yeah, I think yeah, he has no. to have the ball. I think he has to, and that's what's killing them. Because I mean, here's the se- here's the secret that we're not getting to. They're playing better when he's off the court. They're playing better Way when better. he's off the court, Devin. They're playing better when he's off the court, and. I mean, Atlanta's going to have some interesting situations here, uh, you know, because Trey Young gets a ton of money. And, you know, the Hawks are a team that I think when they made the trade for DeJounte Murray expected to be better than where they were. And now we're looking at a team that's probably going to get swept. New coach, new front office, like literally last year, just a lot of transition for them right now. Yeah, uh, you know, obviously this is... This is the, and the thing about Trey Young to me is, you know, obviously he's had a green, the green light since he was a rookie. And I mean, like by green light, I mean, like you're accelerating 50, you're 50 right. miles per hour past uh-huh. uh, the speed limit through uh-huh. the stoplight. Uh, but the but the thing about it is where's the efficiency? I mean, literally, he's uh-huh. just chucking shots and they go in. That's great. If not, well. Who, he doesn't care. He's getting his, he's getting his volume. Uh, and, you know, obviously the assist numbers are are great, but again, like you know, as you guys mentioned, his usage is literally so unequivocally high that, like, at this point, he should be having those numbers because how much he has the damn ball in his hands. Um, it, it is uh, a pretty finicky situation it, regarding the series. You know, straight up. Vince Carter dunk contest. It's over. Uh, there's really no questions about that. Uh, and, uh, you know, I guess, I guess the main thing I did want to bring up with, with the Hawks is where the F is Sadiq Bay. I mean, literally he has four points through two games. They brought him over as like, Hey man, this is going to be a great addition. Like, and, and I, I do think it, at least at the I time, it was a like great him. move. Yeah, I love Sadiq Bay. I I think he's a great player, but whatever is going on right now, it's not working out for him. 
Well, they play they play Bogdanovich. They play Bogdanovich. That's no, bad. no. Here we go. But the European they, players. They here's here's something the Hawks have going for them is that if they move off Trey Young this summer, they get off the money. Whoever they deal him to, I imagine they're going to get a nice little haul for him because well, there's I a don't. team out there. Oh, there's, come on, there's, Caleb. You know there's schmuck teams out there. No, there's a team out there Ooh. that's going to. There are schmuck teams. There's teams out there that are going to look at the 21 playoffs and be like, wow, he made the East Finals. Best player on an East Finals team. Wow. And they're going to look, they're just going to look at that. They're going to focus on that. They're going to look at the three point shooting and they're going to talk themselves into it. But the Hawks get the pieces from that trade. They get off the money. They have a top 10 coach. They can move Murray to the point guard. Uh, which I think is his natural position. I, yeah. And I, I think yeah. they'll be better they off. Should, yeah. Him yeah. and Trey Young should obviously should, uh, honestly like switch positions because Trey Young is a spot up shooter. And DeJounte Murray does much. He does his playmaking is when the ball in his hands. Trey Young turns the ball over more for, for my liking. Yeah, sure. I like Murray. Are fine, but oh, dude, I love Murray. But you knew from the beginning, there's just certain times when you know when you pair. Guys that have similar styles. They just doesn't work. Think about it. Go Baron Towns. Why would you do that? And look where it's gotten you. Kyrie and Luca. Look what you've done. Look where that got you. You're out of the playoffs. And you tanked to save your, your pick. And you got fined $750,000 anyway. Congrats. Stupid. Let, let me tell you. This is another pairing that I just don't understand. Fair enough. Let me, let me tell you, Orlando, Orlando is gonna call about about trade. No, no, absolutely. I think, no, I think they have enough point guards. I think trade one of their point guards away. They're no, gonna, they're gonna give smarter. up. They're gonna give up Suggs and they're gonna give up. Uh, they're gonna I don't give know. Up I, Carter, man, that's, I, that's, I, that's that would kill their franchise. Honestly, I, I hope they don't do that. Uh, I really hope they don't do that. I think it'd be a, a problem. Uh, a classic right Orlando move. Well, yeah, and we'll see. Or or do the deal that I want, Trey Beal, Washington, Washington get a young long term guy and be you know, over young point guard, just straight up. That's interesting. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, so that way we don't have to hear from Trey Young anymore. Washington, well, but Washington gets a nice long term piece out of it. I mean, shoot, I mean they get a nice long term piece, and you know they can kind of readjust. I mean, Beal would be nice in Atlanta. He would. Um, I I think it's let me fascinating to see. Um. We'll, we'll touch on the West just a little bit. Alex is going to take care of the heavy lifting, so we're not going to do a whole lot on the West. But uh, Denver, Minnesota, um, uh, anyone going to challenge me on the fact that it feels like this is going to be a sweep? Anyone? Uh, no. No. I, in no. fact, I'm not even watching the game tonight. Going I'm going to go to bed early. Going twice. No, as a matter oh. of fact, I think the, the Wolves would have a better chance of winning if they sat Gobert. Well, you paid him $30 million, $30 million, and Rudy Gobert is a multiple-time defensive player of the year, Zach. Don't you want him to guard Jokic? No, I, I, can't wait. I can't wait for our kids to look back and be like, Dad, Rudy Gobert won three deep yeah, no, no, like, no, 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 son, no. No, you have to tell them the history, I guess. I mean, look, I, I, Denver does look really good. Credit Denver. They do, they do look good. They look sharp. Uh, I mean, Jokic just clowned uh, Gobert. Uh, he just clowned him inside. I mean, they, almost all of his points, I mean, for crying out loud, in game one, I think almost all of his points were inside. He didn't take a freaking three, and the Nuggets took control. I mean, it was just, it's like, you know, I mean, it was just dominant. It was just dominant. Uh, and anyway, uh, next series, uh, we got in the set, the 2-7 Memphis and L.A., um, Looks like Memphis is on a pace to tie the series up at one apiece here with a lot less than teetering. three minutes ago. We're recording on Wednesday night. They are teetering, um, though, the way this anybody, game's Anybody, uh, what, what do we got on Memphis, L.A.? Devin, I'll start with you. Um, uh, you know, honestly, I, I don't know. I, it's, I don't know. Fair enough. Without, without John, I, don't, I seriously don't know. I mean, obviously, they're, they're at least at the very moment taking care of business. It looks like they might tie it up. Uh, but LeBron and AD, when they're healthy, it's, you just don't know. You really don't know. You don't know which version of the Lakers you're going to get. Uh, and I, I think that's kind of the biggest hard point of the series. I think the Grizzlies could easily take it, but I've also seen LeBron do LeBron things for 
God knows how many years, you never know. Sure. Sure. Uh, Bryce, uh, Memphis, LA, any thoughts? Um, yeah, I mean, this is, uh, to me, honestly, kind of a shock, uh, that Memphis is on pace to win this game, but the Lakers caught a break, but I mean, we were talking about Tyus Jones before the pod guys. I mean, he's, he is a cool, steady hand for this team and they've got some big performances in game two. The only part that bothers me is, man, I just don't, I don't know if Ja gets it. I'm looking at him on the sidelines He's got the grill in his mouth, you know, just over there. Just, ah. I just don't know that this team is mature enough. I, I hope that they win this series, but I just don't know if they're mature enough to handle this type of series. I don't know, but props for, for gutting it out without jaw, big time props. We'll see if they can close it though. Any thoughts on your uh, beloved Lakers? Uh, they're not my beloved. You know, I don't no, even I like say you. I didn't say you. I didn't say you, you absolute schmuck. Zach, go ahead. Well, I got to eat eat some crow again because as soon as it was announced, John Morant was out tonight. I texted texted uh, Bryce and Caleb. I was like, Memphis done. R.I.P. Memphis. The you know, Lakers going on in the next round, and I forgot to take into account that uh, Anthony Davis from time to time shits the bed. And uh, tonight he has a whopping ten points on three for thirteen shooting, uh, top seventy five player of all time. Somehow, Brooks just hit a clutch three too. Yeah, I think this one's over. Uh, this is bad news for the Lakers because, and Desmond Bain hasn't even had a great game. And now you're looking at a tie series going back home. Your fans are going to be pissed. I, I got to believe the patience with Anthony Davis for Lakers fans is at an all time low. You know, he gets hurt in the first half of game one, comes back second half, plays like we know he can. And then this game, Virtually, Tillman and Jackson, I mean, Tillman, for God's sake, Tillman is guarding you, and you get 10 points. You get 10 points. You're not hitting any jump shots. Well, I mean, my God, this is this is exactly my point why Anthony Davis is not a top 75 player of all time. If I have to ask if you're going to show up against Xavier Tillman, you're not a top 75 player. I mean, I, end of story. I mean, Tillman played, Tillman played very good. Zach. I mean, come on. Yes, but Anthony Davis. That's, a, that's an Anthony Davis. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Like Anthony Davis should not be contained by Xavier Tillman. And let me tell you right now, Darvin Ham on the short list for worst coach in the playoffs. I mean, <laughs> I might even say he's the worst coach in the playoffs. Oh, man. Uh, next up, uh, three, six. Uh, Kings and Warriors. Bryce, go ahead and make your excuses for the Warriors, please. No, no, I'm not making excuses. I'm just saying that there is a fair point to be made. I didn't feel like the suspension was necessary. This is a playoff series. Give me a break. Sabonis even fouled Draymond Green before, so the situation shouldn't even happen. Come on. I mean, give me a break here, folks. Look, the Warrior, I, if if Sacramento wins game three, it's over. It's a done deal. Uh, you know, I mean, it just is what it is, man. I'm just saying Joe Dumars has a connection with the Kings. Did the Kings a little favor oh my here? God. There you go. I'm, it wasn't. I, I, tell me, I mean, it'll be the greatest contribution that Joe Dumars has made to the Sacramento Kings. And he worked for them. And he worked for them. And he doesn't any longer. So there you go. Uh, come on. That doesn't warrant a suspension. You guys know it. I know it. Give me a break, please. What else is he supposed to do? Rice, I'll send you a blankie to uh, cry on. Zach, do you have any thoughts on uh, Kings Warriors? I mean, look, the Warriors, first off, it's the first time they've been down 2-0 in the, in the Curry era in the playoffs. Uh, and I made this point to Bryce uh, off the record a couple days ago, when fully healthy. So um, I'm trying to figure out how to word this because it's really, I mean, it's unprecedented what they've done, obviously. I mean, this is the team of the past decade. When the big three for the Warriors are on the floor in the playoffs, they have not lost a Western Conference playoff series since 2014. That was the last time. So basically, if the big three for the Warriors make the playoffs, they're going to the finals is what I'm trying to say. They had those two bad years with the injuries in 20 and 21. 
obviously didn't make it. They come back healthy last year. They, they win the title, but this, I mean, I feel like they have met their match here with the Kings. I mean, Mike, Mike Brown, Right, you know, Bryce, you tried to say Mike Brown was going to have an impact in this series. He absolutely has. He absolutely has. Harrison Barnes has had an impact in this series. Malik Monk, I, I put it in the chat. I'll say it again. Malik Monk's a bad motherfucker. This guy doesn't care. He is fe- he's fearless. And Darren Fox, clutch player of the year, Darren Fox, I might add. Unguardable. The Warriors do not have a man on the roster that can guard this man. They just simply don't. Not even Gary. They've tried Gary Payton. They've tried Wiggins. They've tried Curry. None of it works. Uh, good luck with Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole is going the route of Isaac Okoro. Uh, if he if he doesn't if he doesn't show up, if, if Jordan Poole is not doing anything offensively, he's not doing anything. Period. Yeah, he he doesn't pass. He doesn't play defense, and he hasn't been making shots in games one and two. Yeah. The Kings have won on poor shooting. They shot twenty four percent. From three in game two, they won. They had a poor night from Sabonis offensively. Game one, they won. Warriors had chances to win both games. They didn't. We're used to them throughout this throughout this run, pulling them out of their ass, and they just haven't. They haven't these past two these two games. Again, similar to the similar to the Knicks. The Warriors' only hope in game three is that the crowd is loud enough to make an impact. I just I I don't want to count them out because they are the Warriors still. Uh, Bryce, you're absolutely wrong with your with your Draymond take. Exactly how Joe Dumars spelled it out. That is why he was suspended. Don't kick people in the balls. Don't stomp people. Don't don't be an idiot. Don't put yourselves in this situation. Come on. on. What's he supposed to do? What we got on this series? Um. Well. Uh. Bay Area. I salute you. It was a beautiful time. It's a beautiful run. But I got three words. I got three words. Light the beam. Clippers Suns. Clippers Suns split at one apiece. Suns win Tuesday night. Put themselves at 1-1. Any thoughts on that series? Bryce, I'll start with you. Yeah, I mean, this is kind of an interesting series because... um, the Suns have no bench, and if they don't get the scoring production like they did in Game 2 from their starters, they have a chance to lose this series. Uh, the Clippers throw a lot of guys at them. Um, Kawhi Leonard is turning back into you know the elite Kawhi Leonard that we know. I guess that, you know there is something to be said about load management, I guess, in Kawhi Leonard's case. But I still feel like Phoenix will prevail in this series. KD is just, you know, he's Kevin Durant, dude. He'll get a bucket whenever he wants. And then if you get Devin Booker lit up, uh, I mean, you're in for a doozy. But Kevin Durant playing 44 minutes and Booker 45 minutes, that's a lot of minutes in a game two. In a game two against the Clippers without one of their best players. So that's a little concerning, but I still feel like the Suns will get it done. Devin. Um, as far as the series goes, uh, it's such a, such a toss up to me. Uh, I, I truly love the series. Uh, I think it's going to be a great series. It could have game seven potential. Uh, this is, this is one where it's like, um, I, I think what favors, uh, the Clippers would be chemistry. Obviously the Suns haven't played a whole lot of games with Kevin Durant. Uh, there's not. Yeah, and you can see that at times. Sometimes, you know, Kevin Durant might be shy to take a shot, which seems weird for Kevin Durant. Uh, But he's considering, you know, Devin Booker and whatnot. But uh, I'd like to see how Phoenix does here in game three because, you know, last night in that second half, I know they have elite scores, but it is going to be hard to, to relive that. That was just incredible shooting. They were not missing a thing. When Chris Paul, when old-ass Chris Paul, who has sucked terribly this year, is doing those type of mid-range step-backs over, like, Kawhi Leonard, yeah, you know they've got it going. And the the Clippers can't let that happen again. Uh, But big big props to Russ Westbrook. 
Uh, you know, I, I did have to give him a shout out. He's been shot on for I don't know how many years, but there's one one consistent thing with Russ Westbrook. And uh, even though he didn't spend much time with the Clippers, his teams his teams get to the playoffs, man. Uh, and and when he gets to the playoffs, he he usually plays well, uh, and he's doing so with the Clippers because they actually trust him. They actually, you know, actually like I don't know care about him as a teammate uh unlike you know the other la team uh so uh, i do gotta give a shout out there and obviously Kawhi. i love seeing Kawhi just absolutely dominate again uh and as long as Kawhi can play like that i think i think the clippers have a shot uh to at least to potentially take the series i mean it's gonna take it's gonna take a lot but yeah i i won't push back on that um lot of NBA action uh, that we're covering on the network. So please do not be afraid to listen to our podcast. Uh, Lynn saying for the East Alex uh, on the power hour in the West. I uh, should be fun guys should be fun. Um, I know the East might seem is insanely entertaining, which I mean, look, I mean, the second round, we could be in for a, a gold mine. I mean, we could be talking really, really high level series. So I just, you know, I think it could be really fun to watch. Uh, I wouldn't sleep on this conference, wouldn't sleep on this conference one bit. Uh, we're going to make sure that the discussion is entertaining. Uh, there's no question about that. And uh, Devin, thank you for uh, for coming on the podcast. It was uh, it was great to have you. Uh, a lot of these uh, small market teams are out in the East, Devin. And uh, I mean, I just felt like it was only appropriate. Yeah, we're just trying to survive. Are you? Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. And I mean, you got all the big markets taking attention. Uh, so I just I had to. Had to, had to have you on. Had to have you on. So, uh, once again, thank you for listening to the Linsanity Podcast. And, uh, yeah, don't be afraid to rate, review, subscribe.